So categories as brought to mind by individual terms can be useful, although, of course, we have to keep in mind their limitations. Uh, but a couple of categories that we can discuss is that, or can go by names such as uh, nature, uh, and also its degradation, and also its elevation. What does that mean? So uh, <laughs> we would have to think about what we mean by nature, and here it's very easy to visualize something or simply not even think about what we can mean by that term and use it as a, as a um, kind of a catchphrase to explain whatever it is that we want to explain, right? Why do um, spiders spin webs? Oh, it's nature. It's instinct, you know. Why do uh, fish uh, swim? Nature, you know. So we have to think about what we mean by that term. And here, what we may want to mean is the uh, self-conception that forms automatically, unconsciously, and in, in light of um, for all animals and insects, strictly the demands, uh, the corporal demands, meaning the demands of the body. And uh, when a little bit of intelligence comes in with some what we call psychological factors and adaptations as well. Meaning we see that whereas uh, in the uh, amongst kind of um, homo sapiens, it's possible to think it's, it's it's conceivably possible it's not at all n expected and it's not at all necessary to uh, to be in a particular individual we see that i grow into this so say uh, myself uh, uh, psychologically physically and, and i never have to think ever i never have to attain to uh, any kind of consciousness aside from that of the present moment Obviously, it can be knocked out or something or under full anesthesia. But as, aside from, from that of simply being able to, to have some kind of experience. And yet, I still pursue my ways in very complicated um, ways. <laughs> Whatever it is that I do. Further, we see that uh, everything that animals and insects do, it implies knowledge. Probably, not probably, certainly even bacteria. Unbelievable complexity we find there as well. It implies knowledge. Uh, you have to know uh, right, something like a spider web. <laughs> there's there's relations here, you know, uh, insects, and this this is a sticky substance, and it has to be arranged in this form. This is what we call knowledge. You know, I'm an octopus. I'm going to sit on my eggs for five months or weeks, whatever it might be. This is knowledge. Why am I sitting here to eat? No, I'm not eating. It's the 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 for my eggs to hatch. I'm an iguana. I curled down to the bottom of a volcano to lay my eggs on some hot, nice soil, and then I crawl back up. I don't know what I did. I can't say. We're not saying there's an I there, just to anthropomorphize. I can't say what I did. I can't say I'm an iguana and I want to lay my eggs on some hot soil. That's knowledge, right? That's what exactly what we call knowledge. Interrelations amidst the extent, the myths, reality, and content. So we say that this is what we can call nature. It's it's a knowledge, and yet that's not conscious, uh, to so say. The iguana doesn't know that it's an iguana, and it doesn't know that it's laying eggs, and it can never describe it, it can never say it, and yet somehow it does it. All right, so we say that, um, that nature forms, again, in light of the idea of the body and its demands, and that's what we can call nature. Further, we see, so as an example, something such as uh, uh, eating, right? Eating. It's in light of why do I find certain foods appealing? If we take away any and all psychological factors, if that was po if that is possible or were, were theoretically possible, uh, thought experiment. If I take away all emotional uh, kind of a uh, 
uh, uh, sides to eating and cultural sides and all this. Why? Why do I eat? And what do I find appealing? It's it's food that will help me survive, right? And what food again? In the normative circumstances, taking away the psychological stuff feels good. It's food that has the most calories and sugar and all these things that that my body objectively needs. And somehow I find that appealing. It's incredible. Right, so that's what we call nature. Now, what's degrad- it's degradation? Uh, it's degradation can occur when intelligence hops in and and allows us to through language, through concepts, to really screw things up, or or at least confuse them. Uh, I, that's a, more of a judgment whether it's a scrub or not, but at least to confuse them, uh, but in such a way that it is what we would call destructive. It's not no longer conducive to the idea of the organism and to its fullest uh, development, physically and psychologically, mentally, in any and all ways. So to use the eating example, it will be something such as an eating disorder. Uh, we could, we might imagine that uh, an animal is able to not eat because of the, the depression or something like that, a, a lion in a small cage that is certainly very smart, certainly intelligence that, that allows that. But we would probably say that an ant or an insect will not um, not, not may not suffer from an eating disorder, but even with the smarter animals, they're gonna they they'll do it through. Um, again, there's some kind of trauma. There's some kind of cause for grief. Again, a small cage, but an animal is not gonna say to itself, you know, I, I look too skinny, or I look too big boned. I'm losing a fight with gravity. Now let me let me have a, a, a disorder where I don't eat anything specifically for that purpose. That's too advanced. For the animal, and yet for us, it's not too advanced. We can do that. Unfortunately, we did do that because we're smart and we have uh, a normatively language, and we have concepts with, uh, with the total absence of which would apparently preclude any such things, right? Or, or for example, uh, well, we really don't need further examples. It's good enough, probably. Right? There's eating. There's eating disorders. Now, what is the elevation of nature? An elevation of nature is where we take that same capacity of um, of thought and of rationality. And then we think, how can I more so uh, realize my potential and be more so what I could in theory be uh, that it, it, to an extent that I, that, uh, that I couldn't be if I was devoid of uniquely human capacities uh, of intellect, for example. So here, using again the eating example, you can eat healthy, that simply, right? Normally, in my state of nature, I eat whatever I'm compelled to eat. I, I, I drive by a fast food joint, it looks good, and I order it because I'm hungry. And why it looks good? Why wouldn't I? I go to the store, I get whatever looks good. Again, advertising influences it. My current uh, uh, desires influence it. My desire for comfort, my desire for satiety, uh, my um, uh, hunger that I walk in with at the store, probably good, right? Some people say to write a list before we go into the store and not decide <laughs> when we're there, especially if we're hungry. Right, but uh, that's that's nature, uh, along with any and every uh, other animal. Right, I'm a bear. I see the salmon. I'm not thinking, okay, uh, the omega threes and, and the protein. Right, I just eat it because I'm hungry. But here, we can think about omega threes and proteins, and we can think about our fitness goals and our health goals. And I can say, I want to live longer. Can can we imagine an animal thinking, I want to live longer, and then doing something because of that thought? And yet, there's people that uh, eat a very specific diet to, in order so that in 60, 70. 80 potentially years, they can live a little bit more, which is great. We're not saying it's great, but an animal can never do that. An insect can never do that, right? I'm going to think about the foods that uh, enable me to think more clearly, to have more energy, to lose weight, to build muscle. So consequently, I've elevated nature. It's still nature. It's still something I would do anyways, but I've elevated it in order to serve 
my higher ends. All right, so we see again with, with so many things, these are some categories that apply. I have a basic drive uh, that uh, is in light of the, the basic idea of my body, uh, and, and then I can degrade it. Unfortunately, maybe something like, let's say, breathing, right? I can, my basic drive, I have to breathe. I didn't choose to want to breathe. It's a, it's a compulsion. If I don't believe it, I can hold my breath and see how that feels, right? But from there, I can degrade it by breathing dirty, nasty air, such as in a bathroom. Uh, uh, you know, probably not on purpose, certainly, we hope, but uh, it's possible, right? Or I can elevate it. I can breathe purified. Air, right? It's kind of silly. Well, not necessarily silly, but the simple example, something like this. All right. Nature, it's degradation and it's elevation. We can think about it. Thank you for listening.